Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because he likes them. But she don't. But then we talk about them because she does like talking. And he does too, as long as it's about horror movies. Today we're talking about the 2008 film, Let the Right One In, the Swedish vampire movie. Yes. Blah, blah. Uh, it is written by John John Ajvid. Lindquist, Lindquist with a V, I don't know, and directed by Thomas Alfred, Alfredson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John Lindquist is also the guy who wrote the book that this movie is based on. So he wrote the and screenplay. it was a comic book, right? No, uh, oh. it was just a book. Before we get into the movie, sensitivities? Sure. There's gore. There's there is gore. Um, But I mean, it's vampires. So mm-hmm. like, you expect it. Um, Somebody burning alive. Yes. I, well, alive, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I have uncomfy feelings about there being 12-year-old vampires. Yeah. Um. So there's lots of, you know. Like, there's a couple of, like, really big things about it, though. There's, like, like in terms of them being little kids. Like, yeah. The, there's one... I don't know. It kind of is the, 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 the Twilight thing for me where it's like, yeah, she's 12 on the outside, but like she could be a couple hundred years old and it's kind of skeevy. Yeah. It, it's. Li- I feel like it's more innocent than the Twilight thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like it definitely... it's very much. It is all kind of age appropriate, mm-hmm. but still like when you hit puberty and you're like, I'm supposed to like girls kind of thing. And this is kind of where he's at mm-hmm. um but she's a vampire and she keeps saying well what if i wasn't a girl would you still like me and he's like yeah probably and that has a double meaning possibly correct um so that's another um i guess we could just spoil it now yeah because uh he does ask her you know will you be my girlfriend or something and she's like well i told you i'm not a girl we do see later on in the movie when she's changing we see a quick cut and she has a scar on her no uh, no square area yeah like a like it like it she'd been castrated mm-hmm. so she might be saying that i'm not a you know i was not born a girl right. or she might be saying that because she's a vampire but it's it's odd that they showed it you know what i mean like yeah. it, it doesn't seem to have much impact on the rest of the movie i'm not sure and it doesn't have an impact on their relationship at all yeah like he kind of sneaks a peek and then is like oh shit and then like turns around and is very much like i'm curious but i'm also like i don't want to offend them yeah and i do want to talk about this more in a little bit when we once we sure. get into the movie sure. um uh but there is an intense bullying yes on the part of what is his name oscar oscar yes oscar is uh very very bullied by his uh what's his his bully's name is like casey or something weird it's, it's uh, connie, connie yeah. um but that is his older brother his main bully's older brother is named connie i think is that i thought connie was the see, main kid that's what but... we see in the pool scene yeah well yeah the the bully does bring his anyway yeah um, yeah. But yeah, some bullying. Um, uh, the, there's a scene where an old man pours acid on his own face. Yeah. And it's really sad. And anyway. And uh, I'm, I'm questioning, like, we'll, we'll get into it, but like the logistics of that and who mm-hmm. was he to her? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's I I haven't read this book and but it really makes me want to read this book because yeah. this movie doesn't give you a lot. It no. just kind of like very here is the story. It feels slow paced, but it's really not. And it's just it's it takes its time. It, it doesn't says it's not a hurry. more. It says more in the silences than it does with the dialogue. I feel. And so before we get into it, would you give this movie a recommendation? Sure. I I like this one. I think this one's a really good movie. No going in that this got has some like. It's a melancholy kind of film, mm-hmm. but like you're going into it knowing that there's going to be a few parts in this where you're going to be a little shocked and a little horrified and uncomfortable. Um, but the rest of the movie is really beautiful, and yeah. I the relationship is interesting, and it is worth exploring, I think. So yeah, this movie's a big recommend for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, the movie is about Oscar... Or sorry, Oscar. Um, Oscar. It, he, he, this is a Swedish language film, and he's getting bullied. And first time we meet him, he's like playing with a knife in his room, kind of like repeating the phrases that are told to him by his bullies about like squeal, squeal you like pig. pig, yeah. And at so, first, you're like, "What is like this kid is mental?" Yeah, like, he's like he's, he, little he's serial the killer in the making, or right? Something, exactly. Yeah. And uh, one day, the one night he goes out, uh, he lives with just his mom in the apartment. His dad is not living with them. They're divorced. And it's sometime, it feels like it's the early 80s. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't think they ever specifically said when, what the time period was, but it feels early 80s, late 70s-ish. Sure. I believe that. But he meets uh, Ely, right? That's how we pronounce her name, Ely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spelled like Eli. Yes, who has just moved in to the apartment next door to him. She's a very strange girl, very pale. Uh, doesn't wear a coat. Mm-hmm. Doesn't wear shoes. He asks, you know, like, aren't you cold? And she's like, I think I forgot how to be cold or something. She's just very uh, strange and very yeah. weird. And she's like, I, I can't be your friend. Yeah. And he's like, what makes you think I want to be your friend? And she's already walked off and disappeared. And he's like... Oh, fine. Because <laughs> he's desperate for a friend, dude. Mm-hmm. He's like... He's so lonely. Yeah. And we see this, like, it it cuts back and forth between, like, the first scene is him playing with a knife. And then we see him in school the next day where we meet his fucking bullies who are just pieces of shit kids. Like, why? Why are they picking on him? That's never answered and it's not important. But, like, the main kid who I thought was named kind of, I don't know what his name is then. Um, He is the, the main bully. He's got two other friends that help him bully yeah one of them who obviously does not want to be doing this but yes. like he's very much pressured into being to doing this mm-hmm. and the other one who seems to enjoy torturing oscar as well right we also meet hakan i think is what his name was and he's uh a ellie's father uncle like he's the one who's taking care of her he moves mm-hmm. in with her and they board up the windows, and then let's see. So he, she calls him father. Yes, and but like they're, it's obvious they're not like related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know. It's hard to because the movie's so so play so slow paced. I don't really want to go step by step through this movie. Yeah. Um, we know that uh, Hakan has goes and he kills somebody, mm-hmm. um, to get blood. And it's obviously we like for Ellie, mm. Ely. And he strings the person up, cuts their throat, and starts draining the blood into a bucket. Some people come along, and he has to run away without the blood. 
He gets home. Ely's very pissed off about it and screaming at him. Ely and Oscar, like, slowly building up a friendship Mm -hmm. uh, bit by bit. He starts stabbing a tree, and that's the first time she sees him. And he's repeating the, like, squeal piggy thing. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck off. And, like, stabbing a tree, just trying to... I mean, you have to practice your bravado when you're by yourself and you're trying to... Because in front of his bullies, he's just... He doesn't show emotion, mm-hmm. which is good, um, and he doesn't. Yeah, there's a scene later where stand up for himself either, though. So he's just neutral. Where they're they're hitting him with a stick, and he just he won't cry, he won't scream out, and no matter how many how hard they're hitting him, just hit him over and over. He doesn't and over even again. wince. Yeah, that's 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 telling of how long this has been happening. Yeah, and it sucks and because he just, it's just ugh. he closes his eyes and disassociates and just like. Yep, this and, is my life. Until one of the kids hits him in the face. And then the other kids are like, shit, what if he tells? Like, we're going to get in trouble. Who's going to talk to his mother? Yeah. And so he, but he doesn't. He doesn't tell. Yeah, he tells his mom, oh, I fell down during recess or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she believes <clears throat> him. And I'm like, mm. Oscar also, also joins a weight uh, lifting class after school. Yep. To try to, like, get bulked up. He's he's kind of a, you know, wimpy kid. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, everybody else tells him there's something wrong with it. But there's nothing wrong with it. Anyway, Mr. Akira, I think, is the teacher's name. Something like that, yeah. And he, I feel like we, this is the second time we both watched it, mm-hmm. right? Have you watched it more times than I've seen it with you? I think I've seen it at least one other time, yeah. Okay. So... But we made the observation, like, he keeps saying weird phrases. Yeah, his phrasing is weird. we think that Swedish is not his first language Mm -hmm. as a teacher, but he's trying really hard, and he's, like, encouraging kids, and he's an overall great teacher, but it's just, you know, those teachers, (laughs) their heart's in the right place, but it's just, it's not enough for some of these kids. So, um there's a scene when they're out on the ice. Oh yeah, that, that's a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's slow down because because uh, there, there's the other big story point here is Ely after Hakan does not get the, the blood, blood, she attacks a man under the bridge, and there's a witness. Mm-hmm. Um, she kills the man, and there's a witness. This guy with all these cats, crazy who, cat guy. Yeah, I love crazy. him. <laughs> and he, he's he's got like thirty cats in his apartment. I'm like, oh. God, and he's just good. holding one, stroking him while he watches his friend. He he knows this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, even that far away, he 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 knows who this is. And he sees him go under the bridge. He hears some kind of scuffle. And he sees that it's a child. He mm-hmm. couldn't tell you who the child is, but he sees that it's a small child. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what is his name? Yo, yo, Jokub? Yo, uh, yo, Yoki? It's like Jock with an E on the end. But I don't. Yoki. Yeah, joke, uh, joke, joke. I, I don't know. I, my Swedish is not uh, existent. Cool. So, dude walks out from under the the bridge, mm-hmm. and he sees the child on his shoulders, and she basically kills him, and then turns his head around. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's face down in the snow, and she turns his head around, and. He just goes inside with his cat (laughs) and is like, what the fuck am I going to do? And instead of calling the police, he goes down to the diner where all of the other tenants of this apartment complex are. And he's like, hey, so I just watched Jockey, Joke, whatever, um, get murdered by a kid. 
<laughs> and they're like, what? And so they go to the scene of the crime. And his body is gone. His body's gone. But they do find blood. Yes. Kind of buried under the snow, though. And so we watch as Yokan. Uh, Hokan, something like that. Hokan. Hokan. Yeah. Uh, he is has the body on a sled and is taking him down towards the like sewer, mm-hmm. like pipe drainage ditch thing and everything is iced over except for this one hole where the the drainage warm water is draining in yeah yeah and so he puts him in the hole and kind of sticks him underneath like uses a pole to kind of push him underneath the The ice ice, so that he won't be found and so at least for a while yeah and he takes the sled back up and that's that's it but like they keep meeting but yeah there's a rubik's cube and they're you know she's like i can't be your friend and he's like i don't want you to be my friend anyway and then they start hanging out together and she he learns morse code at school and teaches her morse code so that they share a wall between their apartments and so they like tap codes to each other yeah long short short long long you know that kind of thing and so they talk basically it's really cute because she's like you're in my way and hokan has to move so Mm -hmm. that she can go to the wall that is shared with his his room and it's adorable hokan is out trying to get her some more blood he finds a teenage boy in in a like spa type place playing basketball and then after that he he was he was supposed to close up the the gym and his friends were waiting outside, but Hakan did not know that. Yeah. So he strings him up and is getting ready to cut his throat when he realizes that there's people surrounding him. Um, there, he, he realizes there's no way out. And he had mentioned earlier that he had a vial of hydrochloric acid so that if anybody caught him, he could disfigure, disfigure himself. himself so nobody so could trace, trace him, him back to her. So that's what he does. He pours hydrochloric acid, although most of it had spilled out already. Mm-hmm. So he's not able to completely kill himself. He pours hydrochloric acid on half of his face, and it melts it. And it's really sad. He ends up going to the hospital. They arrest him for the murders uh, because everybody's like, "Holy shit! There's somebody going around murdering people in the small town." Murdering kids, like yeah, teens. Ely goes up to visit him because she hears about it on the news. And she comes to the window, and you see how horrible his face scars have been. And she drains him and drops him out of the window. And he hits his head on the, like, God, that was just insult to injury, I feel. Like, that was not, it was the, it was was like the ping moment, but less funny. Yeah. You know, the the Titanic ping moment, right? So, like, yeah, somebody hits the propellers Mm -hmm. and it, it pings. And it's, oh, it's so sad because she's like, I don't want to do this, but you're, like, of no use to me anymore. Yeah. And you don't want to live through. You don't want to go to jail. Yeah. Face- yeah. What you're facing. So I'm just going to kill you. And fuck. Like yeah. that's her, her, her moment of like shit. So she goes home and instead of going home, she goes to Oscars and like, is at the window and Oscar's asleep, not thinking about the fact that they're on the like the third or fourth floor or whatever. Right. And he's like, all right, huh? I'll just come in. And so she comes She's in. Like, you have to invite me in. You have to, like, you have to say, come in. And so he's, and he's like, like well, yeah. fine, come in. And they, she's like, no, you have to say it. She gets into bed with him. And she goes, don't look at me because she's covered in blood. Yeah. From her father. But he asks her, hey, do you want to go steady? 
Yeah. Do you do you want to be my steady well, first girl? First, he something? realizes he got she got in bed with him without clothes on. Yeah. And she he's like, "You're not wearing anything." And she goes, "Is that gross?" And he goes, "No. Do you want to go steady?" And like, it's half asleep, and you know they have this. Well, what is going steady? Does like why can't why does it have to change? And he's like, "It doesn't." She goes, "Okay, so all it is is." What You're just going steady, doing. yeah, and we get and to see like, this, yeah. And she goes, "Okay, we'll go steady." Mm-hmm. And that's it's the whole cute. like, <laughs> it is adorable, but it's kind of uncomfy because of the nakedness. But she doesn't want to get blood on him, yeah, which is the reason. And of course, like, you get into bed naked with somebody that has a different connotation. But I don't think that that's what she was thinking. Yeah, it's about. not between the two of them. I don't get any sort of like. It's not about sex. It's yeah. about two lonely people yeah. finding each other who who share these kind of feelings of like, he has some anger issues. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to hurt people because of how much he's been hurt. Right. And she's like, hey, eventually, and this does come up in the stories, she's like, hey, I have to hurt people. You want to hurt people. We could work together, you know? Yeah. like. But anyway, uh, so they do find the body of Joke or Jock or whatever mm-hmm. um, when the school goes uh, ice skating down by the, the lake or river, whatever that he's on. Um, at that same time that they find the body, Oscar uh, hits. Yeah, the kid's name is Connie. Um, the okay. bully. The bully in the head and the ear with a metal pole, like causing like him to start bleeding. Yeah, his, his ear is hemorrhaging pretty bad. He gets in a little bit of trouble at home. Yeah. We also meet his dad around this time. Yeah, there's like two scenes with his dad in it. And the second one, he introduces him to a friend Mm -hmm. who's male. And I'm thinking it's a boyfriend. See, I don't think it is. I think what that scene is trying to tell us is that his dad has a drinking problem. Oh, okay. Because... Like they're having a good time. Him, him, and his dad are just sitting there playing a game or something. Yeah, like tic-tac-toe. and then this guy's friend comes over, and he's that's when he starts drinking. You know what I mean? And right. it just feels like that. That's the norm. You know what I mean? Like that is expected. Yeah, the excuse he uses sure. to to get drunk every night is because oh well, we have guests over. I have to drink. You know, like yeah. that's what it feels like to me. Um, I could see where like, but I I don't like I don't know. It it could be that they were a couple. I just I, I did the first thing that I thought of was like this is just kind of showing the the alcohol abuse. This is another instance where Oscar is um, cast aside. Yeah, just kind of ignored. Ignored. Uh, he is not the most important thing in his mom's life. He's not the no. most important thing in his dad's life. He is really alone, and this is just another instance of showing that. Oscar asks Ellie to kind of like or Ely to come and hang out where the big kids hang out and they're like listening to music and he's like hey i've got an idea and he cuts his hand open Mm -hmm. he's like hey we'll share blood and that's like a blood bond thing uh which evidently was a big thing in the 80s like i never did it because like gross and by the time like i was growing up everybody was like aids dude like don't don't, yeah. yeah don't touch blood aids and so like we i never did but i i remember hearing about it all the time But he cuts his hand open and she's like freaks out, jumps on the floor and starts licking up his blood. And she's like, run away. Like, you need to get out of here. And he's like, uh, uh. And so she runs away because he's like just kind of in shock, climbs up a tree and is just waiting for somebody Mm -hmm. because she needs something to eat. And the one of the 
like the crowd that was down at the Love Shocks Friends mm-hmm. yeah, at the diner. Uh, his Virginia, Vir- Virginia, and her boyfriend are coming up the stairs, and she attacks Virginia, biting her. And, and of course, the boyfriend's right there. Yeah, so and he like her. knocks her off, and she runs away. Turns out the reason that she twisted Jock's head all the way around was because in this mythology, if a vampire bites you. You turn. You turn. If the like unless they like crack your neck or whatever, that's why Hakan has to be the one had to be the one going out there cutting their throats. So she wouldn't sp- spread the vampirism. Yeah. So she becomes a vampire, very like it's a very slow thing, like she's laying in bed and like her finger starts burning in the little bit of sunlight coming in through the window and mm-hmm. um eventually she ends up in the hospital after getting she goes up to Cat Guy's house. <laughs> And it turns out cats hate vampires, and they <laughs> crazy like cat ladies are just protecting themselves from vampires. You know, it is a sad and hilarious scene. Yes, all these CGI cats attacking just like, this woman. Yeah, and and there's a part where she like falls down the stairs, and they've just attached like fake cats to yeah. her all over. Yeah, and it is, it is, it is sad, and it's not played I, well it's played for a little bit of comedy but like it's not played for like comedy comedy mm-hmm. but it is fucking hilarious looking anyway uh she ends up in the hospital because of that and around this time oscar is like hey ellie what are you and she's like uh yeah i'm a vampire i live off of blood he actually <laughs> this this scene kind of parallels twilight because <laughs> <laughs> yes she's actually... like what do you what do you think i am and she he's like are you are you are you a vampire? And she goes, I, I do live off of blood. Are you dead? No. Well, how old are you? And she goes, 12, but I've been 12 for a very long time. Yeah. And that's basically it. And he's like, okay. Like, he's so accepting of of her. And I think, like, this might stem from his loneliness, but I do think it's because he genuinely cares about her. Yeah. Like, he sees her not wearing a jacket and at least he has a jacket you know Mm -hmm. and he he might not be the most important thing in his mom's life because she's a single mom and has to work and whatever but like she he's taken care of Mm -hmm. he's fed he is close she has lost her yeah yeah and so yeah i think there is a genuine connection there but he she makes him say it (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh because I am a Twilight, and I my name. I am a. Dr- my wait. name is Twilight, and I am I'm a Dracula. Dracula. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, so Virginia's in the hospital. She is slowly like realizing what she is. Uh, she's like tied to the bed, and so she asks the orderly, "Hey, can you open the windows?" Bursts into flames, dies. Her boyfriend's there, sees this happen, realizes what like where this kid lives, where the kid lives, who she is, and what she is. So he's gonna go in the daylight and go and kill her mm-hmm. so he goes into the apartment finds her and just as he's about to like but oscar is there too because yes. he spent the night with her and yeah. she wrote him a note before he woke up like hey i'm in the bathroom please do not come in uh let's hang out tonight yeah and he goes okay and then this dude breaks in and so we see oscar hiding in the kitchen area mm-hmm. which is never used because they don't eat food and, uh, well, I don't know if... Hakan ate an apple in there in one scene. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I didn't, like, know if he was... Anyway. So, we see him hiding, and he, like, the dude leaves, and he's like, oh. 
And then you, you, you hear him jiggle the bathroom door, which is locked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. So he grabs his knife and is like, I'm going to protect her. And so before, like, he's walking very slowly up behind the adult and the you know, guy opens the door, peels back a layer of blanket in the bathtub and reveals Ely and is like, I can't see. And so he like peels back the covering of the window to let some light in. And Oscar goes, no. And so he turns and is like, what the fuck? And at that moment, Ely wakes wakes up up and just goes, and Oscar excuses himself. I think he's not ready to see that. And so he kind of leaves. But there's a lot of noise going on and um, somebody starts banging on the ceiling or the... Yeah. So that's when Ely's like... I have to go. I have to go. This isn't safe. Like, she kind of mentioned it in the note, I can't stay or something like that. Yeah. Um, so she leaves and Oscar is trying to go back to normal and he goes to the weightlifting class and the bullies start a fire in another part of the building so that mm-hmm. the principal or the teacher has to go and deal with that and it's a weightlifting class but he's swimming they're doing like aerobics in the pool swim aerobics woo and so connie and his older brother his name is jimmy um jimmy holds oscar underwater and he's like hey if you can hold your breath breath for for three three minutes minutes. i'm only gonna beat you up or whatever but if you come up before that i'm gonna take out one of your eyes An Mm -hmm. an eye for an ear is what he says so they start holding him underwater. And that's not a saying. Not I don't know saying, who no. told him that was a saying, but that's not a saying. I don't like this kid. Anyway. You see, like it's all we see it from Oscar. Like we see him under the water being held under by his hair. Mm-hmm. And he's having like it, you can see he's like letting bubbles out and he's okay, trying to disassociate and stop. This scene when the like the whole build up, the starkness of the white, the brightness of the snow, everything mm-hmm. is gorgeous. This motherfucking scene is the scene that you should watch this movie for yeah it is a brilliant method of storytelling i forgot like i remembered it kind of because it's been years since Mm -hmm. you've watched it um or since i've watched it with you i cannot tell you the brilliance of this scene (laughs) but we're gonna try keep going so uh but we see you know, and we hear like we see him under the water being held under, and we start hearing kind of just a muffled sound of something happening. We see shoes. We see shoes dragging through the water backwards. Yes. Um, just kind of like at the top of it, mm-hmm. uh, dragging through, and then pops out, and then a head falls into the water, and then and then the hand holding Oscar kind yeah. of moves a little bit, and we see. That the hand that's holding onto his hair is no longer attached to a body. Yes. And so there's blood in the water and somebody pulls Oscar up and it's it's Ely. Uh, she saved him and killed Connie, Connie's brother, and the other big kid. While the little kid who didn't really want to be doing it but was kind of... just crying on the bleachers. Who was... He was... He'd been crying before all this started. Yes. But like he was crying on the bleachers. And so like he's the one that was like, it's impossible to hold your breath for three minutes. And he goes, that's his problem, not mine. Yeah. And the the movie wraps up with Oscar or Oscar and he's on riding on a train and there's a big like trunk with him. Mm -hmm. And you hear a little like not like Morse code on the outside and he little Morse code response to it. Yeah. Which they don't tell you in the closed captions or anything, but it's supposed to be him, her saying kiss to him and him saying kiss to her. Yeah. 
And that's the end. That's Let the Right One In. Yes. What did you think of Let the Right One In? Okay, like I love it. It's brilliant. It has amazing hold on. It has amazing storytelling elements, the swimming pool scene specifically. Mm. Like I oh god. It's just so perfect. It shows exactly what it needs to show and what is not shown is not needed. Mm-hmm. You know? And I I I love the <sighs> fact that the the swimming pool scene shows exactly what what is needed and leaves out everything that's not. And I don't want to watch her like yeah, snap ripping the, everybody, yeah. ripping those kids apart. Yeah, I I loved that we got to see it from those guys because she is still pure in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like she's she has this nature about her where she has to hurt people, but at the same time, she's twelve. Mm-hmm. She's eternally twelve, and it's it's one of those things that just like I don't know. It it saves him from thinking differently about her. Mm-hmm. And it saves us from thinking differently about her as well. And so, I don't know. I I enjoy the method of storytelling. I enjoy that that scene specifically. I, I There is no better scene in, in horror. <laughs> There's none. That is a very fun scene, yeah. Yeah. Their relationship is, at, like, it, it's both at the same time really, really kind of cute. Like, it's, yes. it's a very non-sexual puppy love sort of, like, Innocent. thing. Innocent, yeah. But at the same time, there's that undercurrent of like, I feel like Hakan was Oscar 50 or 60 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people has she done this to? You know, he even, like. He even asks her, like, as he's going out to try and kill for her again and collect the blood again, he even says, Can you just do me a favor and not see that boy? Yeah. And it's like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, no. And is Oscar going to... Like, the logistics of this, the questions that it leaves... Like, she needs Oscar to be a person that can be in the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if she really loved him, she would turn him, right? Yeah. So that they could be together forever. And when does that happen? Does that happen when he's 12? Are you going to make another eternally 12-year-old? Because that seems fucked up. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if you wait until he's a grown man and do it, like that's, that's weird as well. Yeah. Even fucked upper. Like I, if you think about it too long, it gives you the oogies. Mm-hmm. But at the same, like if you just take it for what it is, what they've shown you, and not for what they didn't show you, like it's it's sweet. Yeah. You know, it's naive. It's I don't know, but no, I feel the same way. <laughs> and the fact that he was like, "Don't go see him," mm-hmm. I was like, "Why would he?" he might have been yeah he might have been that boy a long time ago this movie gives it's just it's really pretty to watch like it's stark and it's melancholy and it's just really interesting and it is sad but like kind of like in a hopeful way maybe like maybe oscar can figure out you know a new life out there i don't know hopefully but he might just end up <laughs> like a con melting half of his face off in 50 years but yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. yeah i really love the way that they show oscars or oscar's uh loneliness like yeah. he is he talks to himself when he's by himself and he i don't know it's stark and it's sad and i don't know a very familiar feeling you know like some something you've been before like i've been there you know yeah i don't know i like this movie a lot it's a it's a really interesting movie um it's great 
As long as you don't think about the after <laughs> or the before. Yeah. But there's also, like, the, the scars on Ely show that something happened to her, you know? Like, yeah. what happened to her? Like, what what is the, how does that play into who she's become? Right. And doesn't excuse no. the things she has to do, but you get see, where she's coming from a little bit, maybe. See, part of me hopes that she was turned so that she could get back at her abusers. Because I, I feel like it's an abuse situation. Um, and I hope she had her own little swimming pool scene <laughs> with whoever did that to her. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that would be, you know, a redemption story that I would want to watch, except not really. Because I don't want to watch the abuse part. Like, yeah. I I have trouble with that. Um, I, I also think we need to acknowledge the fact that it is super sad that Dracula can't have a kitty cat. <laughs> That's very true, like, yes. I mean, everything else is much more sad. But, Dra- come on. Yep, Draculas can't have cats. Hmm, he can't even, he can't spin in the chair and like, <laughs> nope. and, and pet a kitty cat. Like, what kind of pet would Dracula have? He A goldfish? Rats, maybe? Mm-hmm. Bats. Bats. Bats and rats. Bats. bats and rats. Wolves, maybe? Sky puppies. <laughs> uh, but, so, would you No, a- not wolves. No? Vampires don't hang out with wolves. And they stink. No, in some of the um mythology they would they could be they could turn into wolves. Oh. Like in the old Dracula ninety the, the Bram Stoker Dracula movie. He turned into a wolf monster. Oh, I forgot that part. Right. I was probably asleep for that. <laughs> but no, like werewolves and vampires yes, yes, they yes. they don't like each other. That's that's where I'm not wolves. I, I really want to know what the first time that, that happened was. The like vampires, vampires hate werewolves. werewolves, and I remember there was an episode of Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, mm-hmm. where that they were like fighting with each other. And I know in the role playing games, Vampire the Masquerade and Werewolf the Apocalypse, they hate each other, and that kind of led into the underworld movies, which were just basically what if we made a movie of Vampire the Masquerade but took out all the like backstory. Um, anyway, neither here nor there. Would you make a menu based on this movie? I wouldn't necessarily make a menu. However, there is a soap company that, uh, I've come to enjoy of late. It's called The Clover Clearing. And it's funny that my favorite scene out of this movie is a swimming pool scene because one of my favorite scents from them is called Poolside Cocktails. And I, like, would love a cocktail, while watching that scene <laughs> that's just it's so perfect um but yeah uh poolside cocktails i believe it's lime and coconut kind of mixed together you put the lime and the coconut and you mix, mix it both them. um so yeah check out the clover clearing but yeah i i forget what he makes her eat a bite of it's a piece of candy yeah and and she, she ends like up throwing up everywhere yeah. and get very getting very sick and he's like I'm sorry. Oh, we also didn't mention that he does make her go inside a building, like inside his house without inviting because mm-hmm. he's like, what happens? And There's she no just barrier. starts, she just starts like spontaneously bleeding, bleeding from everywhere. Of, yeah, like her scalp, her back, her like yeah. eyeballs, like everything. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you can come in. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um. But yeah. So then the rating portion of the show. Sure. Um, one to ten, scale of one to ten. One to ten, what's the one to ten? 
bleeding from everywhere. No. One to ten sneakers in a pool. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah, so this is a good movie. Uh, I'm going to go eight sneakers in a pool. Uh, this one is a really good one. I highly recommend checking this one out, um, especially if you liked uh, like The Only Lovers Left Alive. Yeah. It's kind of like vampire films that just kind of, mm, they, they get the right itch for me for a vampire movie. Either I yeah. want my vampires dirty and gross or loving and weird. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, this is a, this is a strong one. Uh, go watch this one. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be eight sneakers in a pool. And you? I I don't know. This one, I, I don't know about this one. I mean, I do. I love this movie. I, I think it's beautiful. I can't, the number that's in my head right now, I can't go that low. Because it is so beautiful. And that one scene is like literally my favorite scene in any horror movie that I've seen. Which, because of this podcast, is quite a fucking <laughs> lot. So I I think I'm going to do seven. Seven? Seven. Okay. Seven sneakers in, in a pool. And the reason for it is because child abuse is child abuse. And I hate watching portrayals of child abuse. I, I, I get very uncomfortable um, with 12-year-old vampires and kind of a... a you know, a romantic-ish relationship mm-hmm. between the two of them. Nothing is done inappropriately, but what about after? Yeah. Like, if you think too much about the after and if you think too much about the before, that's when I start feeling oogie. But taking this movie for what it is, I, I rate it a seven. But April is um, Child Abuse Awareness Month. Mm. And neglect. And I, I do feel like Oscar is... is kind of neglected not on purpose yeah. um but i do i do feel like his mom having to work to provide for herself and her son she didn't seem super interested in having him around no. even when she's she, not working you know she very much viewed him and treated him as a burden mm-hmm. and unfortunately when you're a single parent that is so easy to fall into mm-hmm. um so i don't I don't want to call her a bad mother because she she is providing. He is fed. He is, you know, she gets fussy at him when she finds out that he... He's in trouble at school and... Like, fucked up a kid's hearing, you know? Like, this kid probably will not hear out of that ear anymore. And so she gets kind of mad at him for that. And that's an appropriate parental response versus the dad which is like hey how you doing blah 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 like after he hears about it Mm -hmm. she's just like (sighs) and she throws up her hands and i i I do feel like oscar is neglected i do feel like ely has some abuse in Mm -hmm. in their past her past um and and the bullying like i it's normal but this was not a normal amount of bullying this was this was this was extreme yeah. yeah this is Okay, the serial killer vibes that you were getting from the first scene with Oscar. Mm-hmm. This is these are the Connie is the fucking yeah. He's just reflecting what Connie is doing to him. Yeah, yeah, and it's it sucks. It sucks so much. Um, so yeah, that's why I can't give it any higher, even though I really want to because it's so beautiful. But again, if I think about it too much, that's why I have to <laughs> knock it back down. I was thinking six, like with the oogies, mm-hmm. you know, and and <laughs> the realization that I had that what is his name, Hokan Ho. Oh. It's Hawkins. Hawkins. So it's, it's H A with a little thing on anyway, it. Anyway, the adult that is with Ely, mm-hmm. um, 
for the first part of the film. Like, the realization that I had on this podcast that he was probably Oscar mm-hmm. in 50 years ago. Like, I, mm, like, that just breaks my heart. And she's cycling back through. And I don't think it's out of malicious intent. But at the same time, I... She's a kid. Mm-hmm. And she's never going to be an adult. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so... Uh, yeah. And she has needs that need to be met. Mm-hmm. Or that else adult has she's to going get, yeah. to... to perpetuate vampirism which is not something she necessarily wants to do all right well if you enjoyed the episode check us out on twitter at murder she don't one uh instagram and tiktok at murder she don't share us with your friends and your family and co-workers i guess sure why not i mean hey, you know i don't know what if it um <laughs> join us next week uh, where uh we did uh this foreign language movie i wasn't gonna do a whole month but i do want to watch the Japanese version of The Ring, since I've never seen it. And then I was thinking, if we wanted to, the Let the Right One In was remade as an American film. And ri- The Ring, or Ringu, was re- remade as an American film. We could do those as, like, follow-ups. Okay, so should we do Let the Right One In, real version, and then American? No, we'll do and Ring then, next, okay. and then we'll do... And if we want to, we can go back, and then we'll do Let Me In, and or Let, Let Me In, I think is what it was called. And then The Ring. Which are both pretty good, if I remember right. I've never seen The Ring. Well, it's a good one. I've no, I haven't seen the Japanese one, but the, I've seen the American one a bunch of times. It's actually, I thought it was a really good movie back when. Like, I haven't been living under a rock. I know it's a creepy girl with hair in her face. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, I don't. Uh, when I was first creepy heard. kids, like, I. When I first heard the concept of like The it. Ring, I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Because it, it's like a videotape, and if you watch it in seven days, you'll die. And I'm like. Fucking really analog tape is, is what's killing people. Fine, <laughs> I guess. Well, okay, I'll watch it. And it's actually, it was pretty good. Anyway, but yeah, join us next week for the Japanese. Ringu. Uh, or the Ring, the Japanese original. And uh, until then, remember, there's no real good quotes because it's all in Swedish. So um, let the right one in. Kiss. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> all right, bye. Bye.